My dear friend, Alicia Love, is my guest in this beautiful episode. Alicia is a soul coach and an embodied free spirit with a lifelong passion for dancing. She's here to guide you to truly connect and experience yourself and life fully, including your body. And in this episode, we talk about empowering yourself through your body's wisdom. What I love about this episode is that Alicia wants you to walk away with some key tips on how to deeply listen to the body's messages and what it has to say to you. Join Alicia in her upcoming program, Empowered Potential, and visit her website, mindfulspiritcoaching.com. Here she is. Welcome, Alicia Love. Your ideal life is one right turn away, right here and right now with me, Arika Sullivan, and New Light Living. See your life in a new light. In this show, I'm bringing real-world tools to show you how to ignite the light within you and restore your balance to who you truly are. That busy, exhausted feeling isn't anyone's true purpose. Get back to the heart of your real self. Begin to live in your ideal dream day every day. Learn how to stop giving your energy away. Trust your intuition and chill out your ego and learn how to find your calm. The journey begins now. Come and step into the light. New light living with intuitive spiritual life coach Ulrika Sullivan starts right now. All right, welcome. Welcome to New Light Living Podcast. And today's episode is very special for me because my dear friend, and soul sister, Alicia Love is with me today. Welcome, Alicia. Thank you. I'm so happy uh, that you, uh, when I asked you to be part of, of my podcast, you said, yes, of course. <laughs> and, yes. yes. And uh, Alicia is a uh, wonderful, um, uh, very wise healer. And we are gonna, and I asked her to talk about, you know, our body's wisdom and how to empower ourselves through our body's wisdom. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. And before we dive into this topic today in depth, I wanna ask you, Alicia, who are you and what do you do for all our listeners that don't know you? Yes, thank you. Well, I am a soul coach. So I do spiritual life coaching and I'm a meditation guide. So I work with clients and have a group program. So we'll talk about that later. But really, who am I? I'm an artist. I'm a dancer. I am a spiritual mama. I have a 13 year old boy and I've been living in Portland, Oregon for the last 17, 18 years. Uh, before that, I got my degree in herbal science. So I've been actually working in the natural industry for natural medicine for the last, I'm gonna say 18 years. And it's been amazing to cross over that healing of the body and healing of the spiritual, um, you know, psychological, mental, space that we all are we're all of that so it's nice to bring it together Mm. 
Yes, it's such a, um, an area where we are rediscovering so much right now. So you, the work you do is so important. Now, if, you know, if we bring in this topic of empowering ourselves and, and really listening to our body and our body's wisdom, why do you think that is becoming more and more relevant? Or why do you think it's relevant today in, in the way we're living our lives these days? Yeah, I think that we're more disconnected from our bodies than we've ever been. We used to do a lot more physical labor in our lives, even just cooking daily isn't something that everybody does anymore, you know, down to the really? basics of what we need to do every day is feed ourselves. So, you know, that is, my parents always said, you are what you eat. And so we are the building blocks of what we consume, but also what we consume as far as digital media and getting outdoors and connecting to nature. And I think we've lost touch. So it's more important than ever right now to really be aware. And there's so much science around the, um, the happiness and the peaceful contentedness that people feel when they connect with nature, when they connect with their bodies through movement, all of that. So I think that's why it's so, so important. And it helps us with presence and mindfulness, which is the other big topic I like to talk about because who doesn't want inner peace? Just that <laughs> contented, peaceful, like going about your day, whatever it is you have to do with a sense of peacefulness. That's, yes. that's where yes, I find it the, comes to. Yeah, the inner peace and, definitely is um, becoming, or at least so it appears that it's becoming higher and higher on the priority list for people. And uh, that's um, hasn't always been like that, like you say. So for our listeners and viewers to get to know you even more, uh, give us a little history of how you got to where you are now. So I always start by saying I was raised by really conscious parents. They were you know, vegetarian and or not, you know, throughout my life, I've been on and off. I do eat meat um, now, but really consciously. So they always taught me to be really conscious of what I put in my body. And they're both artists and very spiritual. So we, I grew up with this amazing sense of being connected to the world and having that creative spark being fueled within me. And my dad is hilarious. He's always a jokester. And so play was always a big part of our life and travel. So we traveled around and um, I was raised Minnesota, Florida, you know, coast to coast, all over the place doing these festivals where my parents would sell their art. And in that whole you know, my first 20 years with them, first 18, 20 years, I loved and f just fell in love with belly dancers. I just think that the way they move their bodies and the music and everything is just, I was so fueled by that. It was so fun. So I went on to ask them to teach me. And when I was in college, I was a part of a troupe at my university. Actually, we had a bunch of ladies and that connection with the feminine and movement and the, the women moving together was just a big shift. I had my, what I call my spiritual awakening 
during those years of going to school and trying to be scientific and heady and then having this womb-like space at the bottom of the school. It was like underground in the basement. They called it the movement room. And we had this like divine feminine womb space to dance in. And, and so I learned it from that moment that that both of those things were very important to me and how I wanted to balance them throughout my life was going to be my life's work. So I love astrology and I know you do too. So <laughs> I say my Mars, the way I go through the world and, and my action, my planet of action is in Libra. And so I'm really always about balance. And I found that it's about balance between the outer world and the inner world. It's balance between the masculine and feminine aspects. And, and so I'm always looking for that harmony within balance. And when I found soul coaching is when I really found the set of tools and the teachers that I was looking for to teach me how to embody that balance. And so that's, that's my gift. And what I, the second I knew I was a soul coach, was over 15 years ago and I've only been certified for the last three years. Um, but it was a deep knowing within me that I wanted to help others to feel that connection and find that balance. Mm, so beautiful. And it's almost like you were ahead of your time <laughs> in a way to connect these two, you know, the, the feminine and the masculine and the head and, and the way, just the way you describe it with that balance. And, and I almost want to ask you to <laughs> show us a little belly dancing, but anyway, I, I love that journey. And if you were to uh, go back and, and look at your journey and where you are now, what is, what would you say is one of the best things that have come out of, you know, listening to your own body wisdom because that yeah. I get a sense that that really has been with you all along but for you what what's one of the best things that have come out of that for you it has to be my passion for dance and movement because the body wisdom brings me into presence and although I love to meditate sitting and and having awareness doing like a body scan I think we'll we'll teach the listeners how to do that at the end I really can feel so connected to the universe when I'm dancing and it's like movement, moving meditation. And some people can do walking meditation or when you're running without any music or anything, you're really just in the zone. That's me and my body and how I feel. And I try to do that then throughout my whole day because I know how it feels because I was really connected to my body growing up and I have this inner dialogue I would say of just how am I feeling where is my intuition drawing me and how how am I feeling empowered right now or how am I not feeling empowered right now and what do I need to do differently and sometimes it's simple it's getting a glass of water or going for a walk and it's really about listening so that's my big practice daily that I've learned through my body wisdom is that it's a daily practice and mm. we do need to listen to that and, and tune in. Yes, that listening part and not just kind of listen to what what the mind says. Because what you're really saying here is to listen to all of our senses and all of all of our uh, you know sensations 
uh, not just what the mind is, <laughs> is telling us to do. And that's so beautiful. So, so why do you think that most, I wouldn't say most yet, but uh, a lot of people are getting more and more curious about, you know, how do I listen to my body or how do I actually empower myself? Because we, through the years, we've learned how to empower ourselves in many ways mentally by getting degrees and, and you know, various things that have been valued. But now it's starting to come in this, these other aspects of empowerment, self-empowerment, and body wisdom obviously is one of them. Why do you think it's so many people are getting interested and curious about it right now? feels like we're coming back around as, as uh, you know, everything is, I, I say it like it's, it's a spiral. We keep coming back around to the lessons. And I think we're really coming back around to this wisdom of the body and awareness and presence and how really important that is. We've been living in our minds and, and putting that mental, like you said, getting degrees and all these things as, as the most important way to empower ourselves. And now we're learning we really need to feed ourselves and nourish our bodies in ways. You know, medical science didn't go that direction for the last 75 years. And we're coming back around and just more talking about it more and, and, and feeling into it more. People are waking up to realizing their lives are not as fulfilling when they're not being aware of these other aspects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's uh, such a great perspective. And if you were to, um, you know, some of the, on your journey, you've used certain practices and resources. And uh, so would you mind sharing maybe a couple of things that you feel have, have really made a difference for you on your journey in terms of resources and practices? Well, I know I've said dance a number of times, so I'm going right. to say dance. <laughs> In addition to that, I'm like, put the music on and move your body. And throughout, you know, the ancient wisdom of Chinese medicine, they do a whole shaking practice to get flow through our bodies. We really do hold on to stagnant energy and we sit so much. And there's just so many things that we do that block and lock us up physically. So movement and dance and just freedom, even if it's, you know, pretend like nobody's watching, go in the backyard where nobody can see you and just put some music on and, and sway in the breeze to the trees and listen to the birds and really connecting within is, I think, number one. But the, the main practice of, of really connecting with your body on a daily basis through even if it's meditation, doing a bit of a body scan, it can be just really helpful in bringing that attention to where it needs to go. If, you, if your knees are aching and, and you just keep on going without really giving them the attention that they need, but they're talking to you and you're not listening, then that's one of the things that doing a body scan or, or having it as part of your meditative practice would be. And then the third thing, I always come back to gratitude. So many of us feel, and I've gone through so many phases in my life where I was not feeling empowered in my body because I had judgment about it. 
And we've got so much external media telling us what our bodies are supposed to look like. And really your body is supposed to be your temple for your spirit and whatever it looks like you are blessed. And, and I just wake up every day feeling really grateful. And I include that in a part of my practice. And I've been doing it specifically for my body more and more lately. And it just feels like I love my body and it feels so great to be in it. So let's treat our bodies really well with sleep and water and food and all the things that will actually build a strong body. Yeah. It's so important what you just said about actually paying attention to the body. Because I can remember too myself, I for the longest time I was totally disconnected from my body. So I it wasn't a priority to yeah. listen, to even kind of you know ask the question, like <laughs> how is my body feeling? So it was more uh, a vehicle to use to get to where I wanted to. So it, that's a, such a important shift to actually ask the question and and turn that like you say, that turn that um, focus to the body and, and allow more time, prioritize time for that type of- up, Yeah, I love that you brought up that question, questioning and just asking the body, what do you need today? And if your body had a message for you, what would it be? If my knees, since I said that earlier, had a message for me, what would it be? And if you sit to and wait and listen for your body to respond to those types of questions, they're very empowering questions because you're not criticizing. You're not saying, you know, why is this so negative? What is going wrong? What's wrong? You're asking for the message to be received and you'll be surprised at what your body will tell you because it could be completely unrelated to what you might think, because we got to move out of our heads and into our wisdom that is on a cellular level in every cell of our bodies. And it might say something to you about your grandmother, you know, that, that those knees and the fact that she would always complain about her achy knees, she's just trying to, you know, relay some wisdom. And maybe you remember this thing about your grandmother that was the most heartwarming, you know, message that can come through that you really do need to embody. So I think it's really exciting. Oh, so good. Now we've covered a lot. So I, I'd love to reach out to each viewer and listener with your kind if somebody knows that they are not listening to their body or they want to kind of connect more with their body wisdom and empower themselves in that way, what would you say, where, where should they start? Because, and, and with the perspective that many of us have, as you just said, we have judgment about our body or um, don't feel like we can step out and dance just like nobody's watching, right? <laughs> but if, if somebody is just, oh, I, I really feel, and I wanna do this, I wanna tap into my body and my wisdom, uh, within the body, where would you say would be the starting point? I am so heart centered. I would say start in the heart. It is the meeting place between our lower chakras that really are based on our physical 
attachments and, and ways that we work in the physical world. And then our heart is this bridge to the upper, more spiritual, more uh, connected to the universe chakras that we have. And so I would just scan right here and see how you feel today. Just ask your heart, ask your body from this place of love and heart-centered awareness, what is it that my heart would like me to do for it today? Yeah. And if it's just checking in, just those questions of inquiry that you, you can't make it up either. Whatever will come to you is that intuition from within. And it's, it's miraculous when people really start to listen to the body. So you can start with the heart. I would also do a scan sort of from head to toe, just checking in, just, you know, how do my eyes feel today? Where, you know, the inside of my mouth can sometimes get a little rough when I eat too much sugar. And that's a body wisdom. That's my body trying to tell me something. So, you know, just taking the little inventory of how everything's feeling, you know, like what's going on? Just, just to be present and aware. And then the wisdom will flow once you're really connected to the body is the mm. first step. Such a great practice. And so no more Skittles. <laughs> 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 now, a question that someone may have once they've done this body scan, tapping into the heart and, and scanning through the body, one may ask, what do I do with that information? What do I do with what comes, you know, what, what comes, what the messages are? Like, what would you say? If somebody had that question, what would you say? It is an excellent question. And I'm sure a lot of people will be like, okay, yeah, um, I heard my grandmother has something to do with my knees and I have no idea what that means, right? <laughs> So it's, you know, I chew on it for a while. I take some time to process, let the signs and guidance throughout your day help you, you know, and I think it comes down to trust and it's building a rapport with your body. Learning to trust your body's wisdom is a process. It's a practice and it will take some time to connect. So being patient being trusting and loving and open would be the the answer to that because really the answers will come and you know it's such a general question like what do we do with that information about our grandmother well remember your grandmother start to remember what is it that she taught you what is it that your body is trying to tell you through just making you aware that there's a connection Oh, I love, I love that. And, and it's, it's like, it's inviting us to connect the dots yeah. sometimes in, in a different way that we may have done in the past where we see what we see, but what you're uh, describing is really to um, connect the dots in a different way, <laughs> if you will, to bring in some either symbolism or a, a distant memory. So I love that perspective. That sounds great. I yeah. like so everyone connecting the dots too, because we rush through our day, right? You you can't be perceptive and aware of the present when you're just flying through it. So this is just a practice of slowing down and starting to be aware of what's underneath. 
because there's a lot going on in here that we don't <laughs> see on the outside. And sometimes you ignore what is on the outside that is sh trying to tell you what's going on on the inside. So it's a practice. It's an awareness practice. I think everything that I teach is an awareness practice. <laughs> so important. Thank you, Alicia. So where can, if somebody listening and watching is like, oh, I love her. I totally re re resonate with Alicia and everything that she's saying. Where can we connect with you? Well, my website, mindfulspiritcoaching.com. And again, that mindfulness, that mindful spirit, that's me. And I have an upcoming group program for the soul coaching. And actually I'm in a practice of it right now because I'm um, up leveling to a new program called Empowered Potential, which I'll be offering probably late summer. But the empowerment practice within that program and through soul coaching is sort of this overlapping thing that I do. And right now I'm in, personally, I'm in Earth Week and Earth Week is all about connecting to the body. So it's just so perfect that we had this interview today and it is a part of the program. Connecting to the body is week four of the four week program. So if people are interested in that level of guidance, the whole program goes through all four elements. We start with air and do the mental clearing of the, 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 the things that are keeping you from really truly connecting. Uh, and then same with the emotional body, connecting to water and the spirit, connecting to fire. So this is Earth Week, connecting to the physical. And I would love to guide anyone who is interested in this practice through that program. So that's on my website. And I also have a podcast. It's called Two Spiritual Mamas because my co-host Shelby and I were in that belly dance troupe back in college and we've been soul sisters ever since. Uh, we host an every other week moon circle. So a full moon and a new moon connection to that cycle. And so everything I do is is about connection. And I would love it if anybody wanted to join me in any of those practices. So great. Yes. Everyone go check out Alicia's website and all that she has to offer. Now, I, before we wrap up this episode today, Alicia, I would love for you to share with our listeners and viewers, what do you live by? Oh, wonderful. I, I do love I changed my last name to love because love is what I live by. And it really, to me, is kindness. And so that connection, kindness to my body, connection, kindness through unconditional love to others. And I, I, you, you know, I didn't mention this in my history, but I do feel like I've always been a healer. I kind of came in knowing at a very young age that I was here to be a healing light and helpful force in this planet. So I live by that motto of just wanting to be of service and helpful in the most loving kind way that I can. And I think it's, it's a, it's a perfect practice for me because it's been, a, it's been a long road. I've gone through some traumatic years and some big, big challenges. I've been a single mom this whole time. So it's a, a lot and it brought up a lot within me that needed to be cleared and purified and and shifted and transformed and I feel like I've transformed into love so I live by that 
Oh, so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me and everyone that's listening in and viewing today. I love <laughs> uh, you, Alicia. So thank you everyone for listening and watching. And New Light Living Podcast will be back very soon with another episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to New Light Living with me, Arika Sullivan. When you see your life in a new light, your world looks different. Worry, fear, and the everyday go, go, go are no match for you in this bright new light. Join me next time as I lay out the practices and tools for you to liberate your amazing self into living your ideal dream day. You can start now to take the guesswork out of getting to know yourself again and expand into your essence to feel present, alive, inspired, and connected. Keep listening. Keep learning. Imagine no more wishing for your dream life. You get to start living it today. For more information, please visit newlightliving.com.